Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. Right now, we have former historian. Right, former Speaker of the House, Newt Gingrich. He's a professor of history and geography at the University of West Georgia in the 1970s. He's a politician, author, who served as the 50th Speaker of the House of Representatives. Welcome back to Cats at Night, former Speaker Newt Gingrich. What happened to the red wave, Newt? Listen, I'm I'm like everybody else. I was there, Calista and I were with Kevin McCarthy last night, and uh, it became more like a red trickle than a red wave. Um, but I'm doing a newsletter for tomorrow at Gingrich 360 and outlining the biggest single change, which is the shift from Nancy Pelosi to Kevin McCarthy. The fact is, when this is done, they get done counting. Uh, the Republicans will be a majority in the House. Uh, they'll have a majority bigger than Pelosi's and probably pretty close to what I had in 1994 with the contract with America. And that is an enormous transition of power. It's, it's not candidly what I thought it would be. And I'm, I, I want to really look at a lot of analysis and do some serious polling before I reach any conclusions. There were a lot of races that we came really close to winning. Uh, I'm looking right now at Katie Porter, a Democrat incumbent, who spent a huge amount of money. She's barely ahead, 50.28 to 49.72 for the Republican, only about half the votes in. But you see these kind of very close races all over the country, uh, including some that I I went out and campaigned with uh, Kevin McCarthy the last three days and went to places like McCallum, Texas, right next to the – we were six miles from the Rio Grande, had three great Latinas. One of them lost, the other, one of them won rather, the other two lost. But that's a beginning of a real growth in South Texas among Latinos that would have been impossible for. Why did the Mexican they, guy lose down there? What was his name? Fort Myra Flores. 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 Yeah, yeah, Myra Flores. She, she uh, had won a special election, uh, and it was it's a it's a tough district. I mean, remember we're we're now campaigning in twenty and thirty point Biden districts. Uh, and, and she was up against a, a really good candidate. Um, the other one who lost who was there was uh, Cassie Garcia, who's a terrific uh, person, terrific candidate. But she was up against a Democratic incumbent, uh, and, and uh, she still got a good vote. I think both of them may well come back and run again in two more years, particularly if, if Biden and the Democrats learn nothing because they get told by the news media, you know, there wasn't a very big race and, you know, et cetera. Uh, the, the, I think things will just get worse. As you know, apparently President Biden talked to major corporations into not going into layoffs until um, after the election. The first big one was uh, Facebook, which announced it's laying off 11,000 people. Well, the Federal Reserve chairman has said uh, he, he's not going to back off on raising interest rates until unemployment gets to at least 6%. If that if, if Biden continues with two more years of pain and radicalism, uh, I suspect this will be the precursor to a big Republican year. But I, I want to first go and look and see why did we not do better, given the inflation rate, the price of gasoline, the price of food, the kind of crime problems you had. Uh, I mean, it's amazing to me that New Yorkers, New York people in New York City with, with folks getting killed on the subway, getting killed on the street, uh, still voted almost 70 percent for Governor Hochul. So uh, I'm trying to understand exactly what was going on. Uh, No, Governor Hochul only beat uh, Zeldin by uh, five points, was it? 
But he was saying yeah, in the but, city. But in, in New York, New York City. City. Oh, in New York City, yes. You're absolutely right there. You're absolutely which, right. Which has turned into a, a crime disaster. And I would have thought it had a bigger impact, but it didn't. So, I, I, I mean, you you know me a long time. And, you know, I, I really try to think about these things and learn about these things. And I'll tell you flatly, I, I would have guessed a different result given what's happening in the country. So I, I agree 100%. I, is, is, is Nancy Pelosi going to come and sit down with you to let you? Because I understand she's going to be ambassador to the Vatican. And she no, needs no, no, no. Some... Well, as you know, Calista was ambassador to the Vatican. But actually, we think Nancy's going to become ambassador to Italy. They, they, have, they have named a former Democratic senator as ambassador to the Vatican. Gotcha. Uh, and, I, and I think from Nancy's standpoint, the ambassador to Italy has a really big house. Uh, and I think probably it would fit her sense of uh, having been the queen of the Congress to go and be the queen of Rome. Uh, I, I personally hope, and Costa joins me in saying prayers for Paul, and we hope that Paul's recovered enough that he can go. As you know, Rome is a fabulous city and a great assignment. And if she does go there, my prediction is she will not be around to hand the gavel to Kevin McCarthy, that she will be gone long before he takes over. Well, she might, she might hit him in the head or something, you know. Uh, uh, no. uh, uh, Mr. I can't comment given what happened. I understand, to Paul. but but she did threaten somebody. Uh, well, go- occasionally. Uh, go- Governor Patterson, you had something to ask uh, the uh- Mr. Speaker. I was just going to uh, suggest that after the tremendous uh, election that you conducted in 1994, I thought President Clinton was gone, and after what your successors did six years later in 2010. I thought President Obama was gone. So even though it wasn't uh, what people were predicting, I don't think that the results of the election yesterday helped uh, President Biden at all. What do you think? Oh, I think you're right. And in fact, I told some friends this afternoon that the Democrats are going to think that they did okay, And so they're not going to change. They will not have heard from the American people about all these issues. They'll continue to be left-wingers. I mean, how how Fetterman could have won, given the crime rate in Philadelphia and his record of releasing murderers, is is frankly beyond me. So I want to go and look at some of this stuff and get a better knowledge. But my hunch is the pain level is going to get worse, not better. The recession is going to be deeper than people think. I I talked to a very senior uh, CEO who said that uh, the major supply houses for, for housing we're all cutting way back on their orders uh, because they anticipated that there just wasn't going to be sales in the near future. All these things are going to compound. Uh, and, and frankly, I don't see, you know, Bill Clinton was young. He was vigorous. He's one of the best politicians I've ever seen. Uh, and he understood that if he didn't change, uh, that he would get beaten. And the, his liberal staff wanted him to fight me. And he said, if I do that, uh, we're not, I'm not going to get reelected. I'm going to work with news. So you remember, he came in uh, at the State of the Union in, in, uh, 90, uh, in 96 and and says, the era of big government is over. Well, I'm sitting behind him as the host, as the speaker. I have to stand up and applaud. I mean, what are you going to do when a guy says that? And so Bill really, you know, he signed welfare reform. He signed the biggest capital gains tax cut in history. We ultimately negotiated four straight years of a balanced budget, and we're paying down the federal debt. He did all that. I'm, I'm not sure Biden has it in him to take those kind of decisive steps. Well, if, if Chairman Powell is saying he's going to keep, instead of solving the problem and opening up the spigots on oil, 
instead of solving the problem, fixing the problem, the alternative, Chairman Powell, is going to keep raising interest rates. He's going to, no, be, he he's going to create he's a depression. He's not going to create a recession. He's going to create a depression. Well, he, he said he will raise interest rates until unemployment gets to at least 6%. But that is, you know, as you, as you that remember. Is dumber, that is dumber than dog crap. <laughs> well, you know, I, I worked with Reagan and Jack Kemp on supply-side economics. Our theory was exactly what you just said. You want to bring down the price of gasoline. On the demand side, what you do is you make it so painful people can't drive. On the supply side, you just pump a lot more gasoline out of the ground, and the price drops because of the supply. And I think that uh, these guys are addicted to punishing people, and they're they're addicted to causing pain. So I, I agree with, with and, Governor Pat's and, comment. Instead of solving the problem, not help them. If instead of solving the problem, they're creating more pain for the American people, and the people that are feeling feeling the pain is going to be the poor and the middle class. That's exactly right. When you raise the price of gasoline, you don't exactly hurt the billionaires. You're absolutely right. Uh, anything? We got another minute left, uh, uh, Newt Gingrich. Uh, you want to make any predictions on, on what's going to happen with Georgia? Uh, well, Herschel Walker has won every overtime he's ever played in. Uh, so I think he, thinks <laughs> like he just thinks this is an overtime game. Uh, yeah, but but I, I want to say one one thing, John. Uh, uh, from the bottom of my heart. We just saw democracy in action after all of uh, Joe Biden's vicious, nasty, negative speech, uh, blaming us and and insulting us and calling us bad names. The fact is, America worked. You may like the outcome. You may dislike the outcome. I have some that I love and some I didn't love. But the American people went to the polls. We had an election. Democracy is still here. Uh, and, and all this talk about dividing us and, and beating up on people and calling them nasty names, I think the president ought to just drop all that. I think it, it is the, he's the most divisive president in American history. And in the long run, it's bad for America. Well, we I think most of us agree to that. And uh, Newt Gingrich, former Speaker of the House, and, and you and Bill Clinton brought the, the – the, uh, Deficit down from five and a half trillion down to five trillion, and you guys did a great job because two smart guys sitting down at the same table—they solve, they know how to solve problems. Well, it was a very exciting time, and they actually had projected that we were going to pay off the entire federal debt, and uh, then he left office, and I left office, and Washington went back to its bad old ways. Yes, they did. Yes, it did. Thank you, Newt Gingrich, and we'll catch up with you uh, real. Now, real soon, and uh, God bless you. I always look forward to it. Take care. Take care. This is Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.